0: Been last we week first. We're gonna show you how no, it all really, really works. We're gonna tell you what it's all really worth. Really We're right. gonna tell you how to count your wealth. Can't forget about your mental health. You should love yourself, recognize that you're blessed. Know the world is a mess. You can pass that test with the perks.
1: Welcome to another episode of Perks Podcast. My name is Devius.
0: And it's your girl Asia.
1: And yeah, again, welcome to Perks Podcast. Uh, today we're going to talk about a couple of topics, but you guys know how we do. How do we do Asia?
0: So um, to start off, we don't ask how you're doing here on the podcast we X, how are you doing mentally? So, Tobias, how are you doing mentally?
1: Mentally, one of five. I'm like a three. So, remember when I had COVID and, like, it all went away? Like, I still have the repercussions. And I have, like, horrible sleep insomnia. Uh, um, I've been going to sleep at, like, four or five o'clock in the morning. And I've been texting my best friend. He's like, I'm not going to respond. I'm asleep. I'm like, but I'm weak. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, like, who you really expect for him to respond be like, Oh, I'm sorry mate, that you still up.
1: Yeah, but he used to work night shifts. So I'm like, All right, maybe he's still up. But nah, he's like, Nah, I'm sleep.
0: Keyword was used to work night shifts, not currently.
1: <laughs> Once work night shifts, always on their schedule.
0: <laughs> well, you need to find a new person to work overnight.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: What do you use melatonin? Like that don't work
1: for you? Um, It doesn't work for me. I also have some CBD bears. I also have some bears that has a little bit of cannabinoid in it. No, um, I'm kidding. <laughs> the cannabinoid is working a wee bit, but it's still not, like, I don't, I don't, it's not working. Like I've tried it all. Somebody say drink warm milk. I'll be on the toilet. That ain't going to work out. Yeah, no.
0: I never heard of that one.
1: Oh, that's definitely a Southern thing. Black people, Black Southern people. I think it's just Southern all of, I don't think it's a Black thing. I think it's just like a Southern thing. I remember like, oh, I can't sleep. Drink some warm milk. How you try like z I don't take medicine. You know that. I do not take- They
0: have it in a pill form.
1: Take the devil's nectar. If it's made by a scientist, unless I'm on my deathbed, I don't take medication like that. I'm not a pill popper. I'm not so a pusher.
0: You, so you're just going to suffer
1: low until i find something natural that'll work
0: how do you typically sleep do you sleep with the tv on are you in complete darkness
1: i have a tv in my room because i don't believe it's television should be in the room that's where you wind down to go to sleep and i'm in complete darkness it's literally my room is literally like a cruise ship i don't have a window in my room so it's like a cruise ship it could be dark whenever i want it to be and i love it i'm like yo this apartment complex is so dope my room could be a cruise ship no light whatsoever unless i invite the light
0: hmm that's interesting
1: it's a room for the depressed
0: oh (laughs) but (laughs)
1: anywho enough about me how's your mental health
0: um i am doing good this week has we're in may yo i it could we're in may i don't know where april went May. i don't i don't know where this year is going i seriously thought it was like april and i was rolling i was on schedule but we're in may um, so just trying to keep up with the times but other than that I am doing good um, especially since this weekend in Chicago I love how Chicago gives you a taste of all four seasons in one week it was freezing yesterday it's 77 today tomorrow we may hit 80 and then in the week we're going to be like in the 50s so I'm just going to tune in with the weather get out and get some sun so i'm ready for it but Please. this week guys as you all know you only hear two voices so it's just us two and the that's
1: one thing... The two of
0: us. Yeah. We... <laughs> one thing that i have noticed is that we get higher plays when it's just us two then when we have guests
1: the people like the third wheels are annoying i get it But we got to have the third wheels. That's how we get promotions and collaboration. So we got to do the third wheels. But I get it, people.
0: (laughs) So, yeah. So it's just going to be us to get to hear our lovely voices. Um, And then also, I just want to give a congratulations to us and a shout out to you all. We hit 1,000 downloads. And what is this? We're on 20 episodes. So I think this is our 21st. So. Thank that's y'all right. for rocking with
1: us. Yeah, thank y'all for listening. We appreciate it. But a tidbit though, Asia, you're complaining that it's May. You know what that means, don't you?
0: What? She called mayo. Yeah.
1: <laughs> People, three more months. You know what happened in three
0: months, don't you? What happened in three months?
1: We get another stimmy.
0: But that's that really happening? It's always in the works.
1: Three words. Money back joke.
0: So I have to wait 3 months to get another stipend.
1: Money bag Joe.
0: Nah, Money bag Joe needs to move him faster. We need to get on this monthly track. What's up with this 3 month period?
1: You got to have like 30 kids for that. We ain't. Got
0: that uh, I wish. Yeah, I also heard he was going to set up like a monthly plan with people that had kids. They're going to get like $300 a month for like each kid. Mhm.
1: And guess what? The PPP loans are forgivable. I'm like, I
0: want to make it me a PPP. Oh, I didn't know that.
1: They're forgivable.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Damn
1: that...
0: I just wish, well, not wish, but you know, a scammer. They be old. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I don't want to scam
1: one, but I want a real one.
0: I know. <laughs> I Wanna learn how to make bands? I'm just saying.
1: No.
0: Who got an extra kid they don't want to claim?
1: Listen, you I don't will need take care of them. You don't need a kid for the triple P.
0: I know that.
1: People getting right. band bands with it. I could, I could be pushing a Tessie with a triple P. you really? know what a Tessie is.
0: You really want to you really want to push a Tesla?
1: I wanna be pushing the Tesla. That's my dream car. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And it's like, I was going to get one, but I'm like, why would I get a car and pay a thousand dollars a month for it and I'm barely home? Like, it, that would be
0: exactly. No
1: sense. I'll definitely give me a Tessie.
0: Oh my goodness. Well, you get that Tessie. You know, once I get there, I could drive it here and there. Yo, so my friend, um when I went under to Michigan, he has, I think the car is called a Genesis. I'm not too familiar with cars. I think that's kind of like a sports car. Oh my goodness, that car is like luxury. The drive, the car drives so smooth. He let us drive it. He was like, "You could speed in my car. You could do anything." And I was, I could only hit like eighty. Like I could not (laughs) go. Better than
1: me.
0: Because we were in Michigan, so I'm not familiar with the streets out there. He has the GPS, so I could clearly see it's just a straight line, but I just couldn't. I was in somebody else's car. I was like, "This is luxury. I cannot do this."
1: <laughs> I was inside of it, I've never been inside of one, but I've I know people who have them, and I've seen the outside. Like that was also that's one of my top five dream cars too. A Genesis. It I don't. Nice. It was
0: just. It felt like money. You know, when you just, it just felt like muddy. I just send in a seat and um, I don't think normal cars do this. So his seat, like the butt part, you can move it. So it like it holds you, it like compresses you. So when you're doing like turns or anything like that, you're not really like swaying or anything. It like holds you in the seat. It just felt like muddy. <laughs> so yeah. I'm just going to wait for him so he could do the drive. I'm going to let him do the, you know, the, the turns and everything in the car. I just wanted to cruise. Mm. But that was a really nice car, the Genesis.
1: Yeah, Hyundai Genesis. So, like, yeah. if I to make the Sonatas, that's who make the Genesis.
0: Oh, really nice. Yep. Love it so you know people how we always start off we're gonna start off with random smack so topics that have been current during the week um it hasn't been much i don't want to just pick just some random smandom topics um but yeah. we do have some exciting ones uh, for-
1: uh, uh, jocelyn and wendy williams
0: oh that was hilarious
1: yeah. yeah, it was a little bit distasteful, in my opinion.
0: Uh, but you're talking about Jocelyn and Wendy Williams.
1: Yeah, that's fat. yeah, but yeah, I watched it. I'm like, yo, like, I would say they were both super petty. <laughs> Like they were both extremely, extremely petty. And when that's Wendy really Williams threw funny. those flowers at that screen.
0: Yes, that's what killed me. She was like, Here's <laughs> your flowers and just screw them. And then she was like, Should we cut this? Is she for real right now? I'm just like, you know this live, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Jocelyn was just she just kept going through, kept going through it. I'm like, all right, cool, bet. I'm gonna keep watching yeah. it.
0: But I do get what she saying. I'm not too familiar with their history. I'm not too sure if Wendy Williams ever spoke ill will about her.
1: So I'm a huge pop culture. But yeah, that's that's the thing about Wendy and Jocelyn. Wendy has has always had Jocelyn back. But I mean, of course, when something dumb happened between Jocelyn and C V J, Wendy talked about it, but she's always exactly. all- Yeah, but she's always called Jocelyn on her show. She's always called her my Puerto Rican princess. Like, she's always... I've never heard her call Jocelyn anything negative. It's always been... She would say my Puerto Rican princess or whatever. But I think Jocelyn's whole thing is, like, when Wendy has to talk about the negative stories that happen, Mm -hmm. she, she has an issue with it. And she's like, oh, Wendy, you only talk about the Black and the brown girls. I mean, the thing is... The white girls are trained to hide their foolishness, and when the white girls drama happening, it's not just on Williams; it's on TMZ. Case in point. So, case in point, um, I was reading a story today this morning from, and like, and like, let's keep this, let's let's make this kind of known. So, I love pop culture, but I'm not heavily into pop culture. Like, I get my news from like TMZ, Wendy Williams, People's Magazine. Like, I like to read about stuff that celebrities go or whatever. So. Reese Witherspoon today. She was saying how her narrative could have been differently had the media chose to do so. Right? She was saying how her and Brady Spears had pretty much the same situation. They both had two kids, both got divorced, both had substance issues.
0: Um. So you said they were both drug addicts, both been divorced, both got two kids.
1: They're not drug addicts. They both um substance abuse. Like Reese was on Reese was on the bottle really bad as well. And so you remember you don't know, you know who Reese Weatherspoon is, right? Yeah. I can. not why people don't realize i record my podcast
0: i thought she was on D.
1: what's the last thing i said
0: substance abuse divorce two kids
1: yeah okay so you don't remember like way back when whenever reese weatherspoon had attacked police officer
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah so she's and like even with britney spears when she attacked the paparazzi it was like two different narratives so with that being said i do feel like what jocelyn said like it has some truth to it, but at the same time, it's like, it's kind of like falsified because we heard so much about Lindsay Lohan. We read so much about Paris Hilton from Wendy and everybody. So it's like, when you talk about everybody, her job is literally, she gets paid to talk about people.
0: Yeah. So that was the thing. It was just a time and a place for it, especially for somebody to give you your flowers. But I could understand she wanted to use her platform and be like, she wants Wendy. Or even maybe herself to uplift females, um, especially African American females, but I don't, how is that really possible coming from her and what her show is about? That's why I'm confused. Lee down out
1: One show in America. Really? Wait, on talking-
0: Zeus? I'm talking about Jocelyn. I
1: know that was she told Wendy, she got the number one show. And Wendy's like on Zeus. Yeah.
0: yeah. And she was like, no, in the country.
1: I don't even have the Zeus app.
0: I don't either. I don't know what it is because all the shows that I see are like reality TV based, but they're more from um like influencers. So yeah. I don't know if you know like TC. No, the guy who just or i think his name is quay um he was in the tyler perry place he had like a dating show on Zeus. um simone bow no it's 18. Bout. Yeah. yeah
1: yeah i went to his um i went to his his crab black place in atlanta two weeks ago
0: okay so yeah so he had a show on zeus simone the comedian that's on wild and out she had a show on zeus like black china it's like them people it's just a certain group that i it's really don't watch
1: the huh it's a
0: it's
1: an app for the Rachit.
0: yeah you could say
1: that <laughs> I'm ratchet tree, like, talking about i don't even watch reality tv
0: um yes i do nope. oh to my m-a-f-s fans and if you don't know who that is married at first sight yeah yeah that's right so the week this week coming up we are at decision day which I am so excited about even though I feel every couple is going to get divorced with uh, <laughs> this season I have so many things to say but I'm gonna wait to decision day and get my recap of it so I'm waiting on that Also, Real Housewives of Atlanta, part two of the reunion, comes on tomorrow. So I would definitely give my beats on that. But those are the main two, like, reality TV shows that I watch. Oh, keeping up with the Kardashians. I'm only watching it because it's their last season. I'm only watching it. I never really kept up with it. It's only because it's their last season.
1: We don't discuss them. them.
0: And I really want to see how they're going to narrate kanye in this season all the same
1: you know that they aren't they're gonna probably get rid of the show but the kardashians are gonna still be on tv it's gonna be like oh now we're keeping up with the with the tristans with court with with chloe and tristan It's
0: chloe and courtney the best those are my two things right before though huh
1: they had a show before i believe
0: yeah they did yeah Yeah, over New yeah.
1: York or something. So the only reality show that I watch, of course, I already told y'all. I watch selling sunset because I, I, I like real estate. I just don't know how to be a real estate person. And the circle, like yo, the circle on Netflix is mm-hmm. so good.
0: I just started watching season two. Yes. I'm only on the second episode, but I have a I have a feeling this is gonna be a real good season.
1: Yeah, it's really good. I'm waiting on the finale this week, this this Wednesday coming up.
0: Okay, perfect. So yeah, I had to keep up with that. Oh, you're gonna be happy. So I know this came out forever ago, but I just watched it for the first time. The Fresh Prince reunion.
1: <laughs> Next subject: We are we have already discussed Vib and Will and William <laughs> are not going back in time. What did you watch it on HBO Max? What? Watching on HBO Max. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: I didn't know my brother had it. So we had it all this time.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: but it was so good. Like the entire time me watching it, I was just like smiling ear to ear. It was such a good reunion. I really wanted to watch it with my family, but they were taking too long. Um, yeah. But yeah, if you all haven't seen it, watch it. You know, like me, I watched these twelve things. Even know.
1: though it's a year later, still watch it, guys. Yeah.
0: So yeah, so I could watch that. I want to watch King Kong versus Godzilla, the second one. Um, I didn't hear great things about it, but I still want to watch it. And then I want to watch Mortal Comeback because oh, dude is in it and he's slow. We're going to cut that part out. What? (laughs) (laughs) I want to watch that topics. I'm sorry. (laughs) That's it. Let's get back to our our (laughs) topics. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, Let's get back on the topics. Um,
0: all right, so we talked about um Jocelyn and Wendy Williams. Um, so I don't know why this is news, and maybe you all feel this way as well. Jessica Simpson, she threw away her scale and she has no idea what she weighs. Why oh, do my- we care?
1: Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> Well, because I understand it. She used to be like bulimic or something like that. Either she was bulimic or anorexic. So for her to throw away her scale means a lot. It's like that's her throwing away her vice. To some people, the scale is definitely a vice. It's like you're trying to lose weight. You step on that scale and it's going up pounds, up pounds, up pounds. And then boom, you're sick in your mind because you've been trying to lose this weight. And for her, she's a skinny blonde.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: the skinny blonde and that's pretty much where her money came from and she spent she's in a society and in the business where weight matters but to her and i was like this is in my life i'm taking my life back throw away the scale
0: i get so. that but she hasn't really been in the spotlight like she's been behind the scenes with oh, so like no, no, no. her shoes her shoes yeah. are
1: hot yeah i'm confusing her with Paris Hilton anyway I yeah don't,
0: i, don't know I love her shoes her shoes are hot but girl you do you throw away that scale um if you want to know if you big or not look in the mirror that's all i gotta do
1: look in the mirror and go to a buffet and if you don't play number four we may have a problem that's all you gotta do just go to a buffet (laughs) yeah
0: just go to a buffet it's all good (laughs) um so jay-z excuse me he did an interview which is interesting cuz I don't think he really be doing interviews and stuff like that.
1: Uh, he did it to promote his um his deal with Puma. Puma. Puma.
0: What's the deal? He making a gym shoe or like clothes?
1: Like that I I don't remember the deal. I just really enjoyed the interview. The interview was really great. If I must say so myself.
0: Yeah. Um, and one of the things that he brought up, um, especially with a parenting gym, he mentioned that feeling love is the most important thing a child needs, not here's this business. So yeah. what do you think about that?
1: So what do I think about that for my psychological analysis is it's deep. So guys, you're going to hear my banter. Um hmm. I agree with him and he's rich. So his love could be interpreted several ways and then the rest of us we pull our love from my parents can be interpreted certain ways. So for instance, I'm going to say how I feel about his and then I'll show you how I relate to it. So with Jay-Z, he got the three kids, right? He got Blue, he got Sir, and then...
0: I don't know. I say Blue and the twins.
1: Yeah, it's Sarah and Remy. Sarah and Remy. Okay. Remy, Remy, Remy one of them. But they got these three kids and 10 years from now, 11 years from now, these kids' expectations from us, from the world, from the masses, is going to be massive because of who their parents were. And all Jay-Z said was he, he and his wife have already set up this empire for their kids. But if their kids may be like, I don't want to be an entertainer, you know, like I want to do this, i want to do that. And he said that only thing he can say to his kids is I support you. And that's all his kids need is his support and his love. And that's like really, really deep. Because let's take this back to like normal, normal households, for instance, um, parents set standards for their kids. And they feel like, well, we didn't have money growing up. So you have to be a dentist. So, and they tell that kid the whole life, like, you got to be a dentist, you got to be a doctor. And then if that kid decides like, oh, mom, I don't want to be a dentist, I don't want to be a doctor, the parents are going to be on that kid like really, really hard because the parents need that kid to live their dreams or whatever the case may be. But what Jay-Z is saying is like, that's a generational curse and that it needs to be broke. Like your kids can't live for you. They got to live for themselves because they're their own person. And I feel like a lot of parents fall into that trap and some form or another. Speaking again from my personal experience, I don't know, my family's listening to it. And this is my this is my podcast, my views, my attitude. If you don't like it, take it off your ear. Coming from my background, I feel like my mother struggled with that a lot. Um, and I still think my mom struggled with it. She wants me to be some form of success. I don't know. Like, she wants me to be something that I'm not a lot of the times. And it's like, over the years, she's gotten better because like she was really bad at it. Like, and she know what I tell her all the time. Like, she's a part of the reason why, like, I'm actually in therapy for a lot of stuff. And it's like, even my therapist, she had acknowledged it. She's like, all the goals that you saying that you're telling me, like, they're not real. Like, you don't really want to do this. I don't, I don't hear passion. I don't see passion. So where are the goals like coming from? And we realized the goals are coming from like what I felt like my mom, what I felt like my grandma, what I felt like my family wanted me to do instead of like what I really wanted to do. And that's always been like a burden for me, like since I was a kid. And like I told y'all before, um. When my father passed, I knew like it, like at the moment, I the mo- it was like a whole, it was like a trance. Like the moment my, my father passed away, like I knew my life was like going to be completely different because now I'm pretty much the only going to be male figure in my mom's life that I felt like she respected. And then my brother was my baby brother. So it's like, mm-hmm. now I'm going to be the only male. Like it just
0: girl. fell on you because it was <laughs> like you're next in
1: line. Like everything fell on me. And yeah. like and then like i was i would hope that it would change and like my mama would be like oh you a kid like live your life like do like be dumb make your mistakes and like all of that not my mama my mama has always held these high expectations and it's kind of and it definitely mentally it's frustrating but i've i personally learned to navigate away from it because i'm a huge believer in in the world there are alphas, and then there are followers, and I've always had an alpha mentality, meaning that I go get what I want, and I do what I do, no matter what people feel, but, like, um, with my mom, though, it's always, like, when she talks to me, it's, like, I, I shrink back to, like, a kid, so all of that to say, I understand what Jay-Z and Beyonce is doing with their kids, they're allowing them this space to bloom into what those kids want to be, who they want to be, and I feel like I, and I don't think it's a Black thing either. I think it's just like a thing with parents, especially younger parents. My mom was like 21 or 22 when she had me. So I'm pretty sure a lot of her dreams, I pretty much, I can't use that word, I pretty much crapped on them, you know? Like, because now she has a kid to take care of. So I get it. Like, I understand it. I get it. And so like with Beyonce and Jay-Z it's different because like they're, what well, they're together they billionaires. So it's like,
0: yeah,
1: the situation can't be the same, but- all of that to say, I respect Jay Z and Beyonce's decision to publicly say like blue, like right now. Look at how the media treating Blue Ivy. It's like, oh, she's oh she's gonna be a model. Oh, she's gonna be this. What if she don't want to be a model? What if she said, hey mom, dad, I want to go work for Peace Corps, so not make money, just gonna help give back. Like exactly, but the-
0: and he's keeping that open for them. He's not saying here's the business. You have to follow da 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 but yes you have your support system here if you need us but maybe they don't want to go into rap into singing to sing in. A being in the public eye he's still saying that he's going to support them no matter what thing that they're going to go into when they get older so that was just really nice that yeah, really i like from there
1: yeah i really really enjoy the interview i'm like yo like we need to have these discussions at a round table i need jada and will with the fingers like that the let's sit on the table and talk about this. Cause I feel <laughs> like it is definitely, uh, it's definitely a topic that should that should be discussed. Cause I know I went through it, I don't know about you but I definitely went through it and I'm still going through it. Like even now, I was gonna, um, case in point, I was gonna switch my job, right? Cause I got another job. People listen, when people say that they can't find work, I don't believe y'all. I feel like if you say that you don't have a job, you don't wanna work. For me, finding jobs have always been so easy. And I'm like stepping stones
0: in the work to do it and then you have been the one to have worked, you know for a long time were you like working throughout high school and stuff like that
1: no, we weren't that poor oh no no I didn't,
0: mean- I didn't mean it like that no no no, I know what you meant but no 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 yeah. we
1: weren't poor like that I didn't have a McDonald's job I was a student I didn't, yeah. I was I worked all through college so now through college I was <laughs> popo food steps and a gas station was my job but high school nah was oh good.
0: you crazy so here in illinois
1: <laughs> well here in
0: louisiana the progress programs um throughout high school and it was called after school matters and it'd be fun stuff that they would pay you for so um it could be your tutoring they did it for like and they taught you these things. So if you wanted to do like film and editing, they taught you that. If you wanted to do like graphics and design, things like that, they taught you to learn this trade and they also paid you for it. So that's why I was asking, like, did you work through high school with us? And since me, my major in high school was business. So one of my major first jobs with high school was with State Farm. And it was what? yeah, major in high school? yeah oh then and maybe I, I would. culinary arts business um mechanic welding it was a vocational
1: no 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 cool. Louisiana school sucks like now oh, really? yeah we didn't we don't well I mean I think they have it now but when we grew up like we were at a school where so the way my school system was set up um here's the funny thing about my school system so whenever I was in elementary school my school was like 50 50 50 percent blacks 50 percent white when I went to middle school, that number changed to like seventy-five percent black, twenty-five percent white. When we get to high school, and the parents realized that the whites and the coloreds can make a decision to kiss, love, and make babies, yeah. they have a private school. Literally, so in my town, in my town, I have my high school, and literally not even five miles away, there's a private school that's pretty much it's it's all white, like it's at least ninety-eight percent white. That's where the white kids went. So I mean, I think they have like. They have more opportunities than what we had at our school. Our school is just like, if you're smart, you want advanced classes. If you're not smart, what can we do to help you just get out of this school and go Ooh. and go? Yeah, yeah. It was kind of like, you that. know,
0: that's how it was. So um, in my high school, we it was vocational. So we had those courses and then we also had the AP classes and I think a step up from that was IB classes if I'm not mistaken um, but then also we had other high schools here in Chicago that was you know straight college prep they're really prepping you you had to you know take a test again to this high school and they prepped you for that next step which was college um, so we had you know pretty much everything here I was but...
1: an area with money
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> I was in an area with EBT. <laughs> we didn't have all those programs i wish
0: yeah so that's why i asked like did you work through high school not like it was a choice but you know (laughs) once you get that feel like i can make my own money i ain't gotta go to my parents and be like you know i need you know 200 i need this and that and then to give them a backstory as to why you need it but once you made your own money it was like oh this is great let me just do this (laughs)
1: Yeah, and then like, see here, like my whole poverty story, like that was like that's 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 a joke, like my poverty's joke. But I do like I did have friends in high school, and like it would be so sad because like I guess I guess literally that parents were in poverty because they will leave school, they'll go home, and then they'll go to McDonald's to work to pay for like the high school, like pay for the graduation stuff because their parents can afford to pay for it. But like,
0: yeah,
1: my mom, like, yeah, I didn't. I'm like, oh, y'all go to work. What's that? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I was blessed, you know, to have parents. Um, my mom didn't have to work, but especially my dad, like he took care of us.
1: I had everything I needed and I had some things that I wanted. I wasn't, people always tell me those. I'm like, I'm spoiled. I'm not spoiled. Like I literally had to learn how to work for what I want. And I had to learn how to beg for what I want. So I'm not, I'm one of those people. If you're like, Hey, what can I get you to make you feel better? I'll sell Tesla. And if you give it to me by all means, I'll take it. <laughs> I'm that person
0: that's what uh-huh. you gotta do you gotta aim high and then they be like okay what's your plan maybe C. what do you
1: want <laughs> okay i'll settle for ferrari <laughs>
0: but um this interview really helped me to see both views because sometimes parents are not like this and you kind of grow up in a toxic household so to say um so I was and
1: that's not to say that the parents are bad I don't I don't I don't I don't have a bad mother me and my mother's relationship is it's not even strained at this point to me it's just like an awkward one because I'm trying to figure out how to work out when I'm going through a therapy with my mom but my mother's not going to accept that because she's an all-black mama and black mamas don't accept their kids in therapy you know so it's like I didn't come from like a bad mother, but it's definitely toxic to where like, until we can sit down and have that conversation and admit like, hey, this is how I feel. How do you feel? Whatever. And it's like real without the, you know, without the sarcastic banter. Like, yeah, I don't. And then no black parent is wrong. Especially like if if your mama and if your daddy had you between the ages of 18 and 25, you literally crapped on their life. Like, even though it was their decision to lay up, make babies they knew what they was doing was gonna make babies that's on them but they chose to keep you because you know what you could have been you could have been in the system in the toilet either or but when your parents are that young it's like once you get older and i guess with me once i got older and more mature i respect my mom more so than what i did Cause like as a kid i was i was one of those snotty kids that blamed my mama for everything but it's like my mama was 21 22 23 she was still a kid i can't imagine myself having kids at that age like i couldn't i couldn't imagine it so she did the best she could and now it's like now she's trying to navigate to actually be that mother but it's like mama i'm almost 30 now shawty I might be still,
0: some- she's gonna always be your mama she's gonna I always need daddy like- whatever she's gonna always be like where you at what you doing trust and believe because my mama not even here if she do the same thing
1: (laughs) every day i'm like listen my psychologist told me my psychiatrist told me listen we can't be talking um we can't be talking every day we need some separation it's not you you." But yeah all of that have just you ever
0: thought about it um before you move on, just quick question have you ever thought about it um would your mom be open to doing a therapy session with you I have your therapist suggested that
1: my therapist suggested it but would my mama be open to it
0: a- no. oh really okay. so does she feel like somebody's in her business or <laughs> telling her what to do?
1: So I feel like with a lot of black people it's more so if you're seeing a therapist, you're crazy. Like if I was crazy, I would have no issue saying like, yo, I'm throwing off. I'm crazy. I mean, I'm studying psychology in school. I know, you know, like I can say like, yo, I got this. I'm a little bit bipolar. I'm a little bit schizo, multiple person, multiple personalities. Like I'll be able to admit that, but black people in general, which is just which is the stigma why black people don't go see, why they don't go seek the help they need.
0: No, that's it's, true.
1: It's just like, oh well, we good. Like if it ain't broke, don't fix it.
0: Yeah, and we touched on that um in earlier episodes, especially the stereotype with uh therapists and african-americans going to see them but
1: happens is a black woman though so she's like a mother figure and she has suggested it but the thing is i don't want my mother and my brother in that space that's my private space that's me opening if up
0: your mama and your brother i wouldn't think you should do a family one family. um
1: not that's just yet
0: <laughs> i it be the mama you know take care of that and then your brother yeah yeah all the sprinkles
1: that everybody else said that ain't my job anywho all of that to say guys if you haven't listened to jay-z's interview i think you should go either listen to it or you can even read it on um any news outlet just google my interview about kids and i'll
0: try to link it if i remember
1: yeah yeah it was definitely it was definitely enlightening and for y'all out there who blame everything on your parents you are 25 26 27 30 35 even 40 years old if you don't have it now you cannot blame it on your parent you should stop relying on your parents get out your people's house get your own stuff and take accountability for your own actions at this point like your parents are grown you're grown it's time to live life like it's no next story though you (laughs) good I have to go my little banter. People be, so real me <laughs> People be pissing me off. Speaking of pissing me off, what about this potato? Are we <laughs> going to go live in this potato?
0: Why? You want to talk about it? I mean, I wouldn't
1: mind living inside of a potato. Like Did
0: you a see day.
1: it? Huh?
0: Did you see it? Like, it's not terrible on the inside. You see? No, it looks like a. It's um, pictures.
1: I saw it. And it's only like a potato on the outside. It's like a large potato, which I don't think it's a potato though. I think and it's it like, like
0: you in the middle of nowhere.
1: I mean, those are the best trips. No. Yeah. So it's if y'all
0: do how- It's actually a tiny house you can rent on Airbnb. No. If I want an Airbnb, I want it to be pimped out. I need space. Yeah. I don't need to be claustrophobic. No, I can't do less. And guess who's going to do it? White people. Sorry to our white listeners, <laughs> but this just sounds like a Caucasian it. thing. I'm sorry. You
1: know, I love caucastic things. I love me some Caucasian things to do. Caucasians have fun. We all bougie. And we can't afford our vacations. White people will go on an expedition with one backpack and 50 pair of underwear, and they go to have a comedy life. We got, we got 50 outfits and 20 dollars in our pocket I love <laughs> and if going in this potato is going to offer me a good time then dang it i want to send this potato that but don't where- look
0: like a good time you could have it but where is it um let's see so I it's think- not actually made out of real veggie A uh, duh Um, But it is 28 feet long, 12 feet wide, and 11 and a half feet tall. It's made from steel, plaster, and concrete. What? It's like a bulger. Yeah. Yeah. I'm good. Mm. I think it's based off of um, Idaho. It's Bozy, Idaho. Oh, yeah, that is true. Because Idaho is known for potatoes, right? Have I been to Idaho? I'm pretty sure I have been. Yeah.
1: In Idaho. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Nah, they could keep that. I'm sorry. Give me a regular Airbnb um, that have a bathroom attached to it. That would be lovely.
1: Give me a hotel with a spa and an indoor pool and I'm good.
0: And a bathroom
1: with a dope mirror and lightning.
0: (laughs) So you can take your selfies.
1: Um...
0: Also, I do want to shout out to the Shy town um, They drafted a Black quarterback, Justin Fields. And he is adorable. <laughs> I haven't been keeping up with previous football, but um, I'm definitely going to tune in into this season. How about you guys? So hopefully we'll make it, you know, somewhere this year. I don't know. I can't talk sports. I just know he was drafting. He's adorable.
1: And then, of course, you know all the states out there are now figuring out how to legalize the reefer. Where? Twenty-one is a state of reefer. What Louisiana
0: state?
1: Most of y'all states are going through it. I know right now, Louisiana's like they're literally trying to make it legal now. They're passing bills it was and all. Already
0: that. legal, no. Not like, to be yeah. funny. Where is it illegal at? Cause Chicago been legal for what, like two years, three years? Is it legal for medicinal purposes or for recreational purposes?
1: That's the point. Uh,
0: I don't know. Medicinal. Like I smoke. We got dispensaries. Shut up.
1: <laughs> Hello. But <laughs> like here in Louisiana, it's legal medicinally, but if you're caught smoking without like
0: uh,
1: the you'll go to jail or you can be whatever, press charges against you. But now they're trying to make it recreational. I'm like, I don't understand it. Like oh, I get good it. question. Yeah, I get it, but it's all like you know what—all these states making drugs, and I mean marijuana. It, it could be a debate whether it's a drug or not, but I feel like we're just you're you're setting the segue for just mental illness and violence. Just, just take its course. People are like, oh, bro, marijuana doesn't make you violent. Listen, people, when you when you it 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 is a gateway.
0: So it says in the Chicago Tribune. Um, that Lori Lightfoot that Chicago residents can smoke legal weed in their backyards or balconies without being ticketed so I just guess they can't be out in public just puffing um, unless you have the actual card mm-hmm. um, to say that you could smoke but even then I wouldn't want to just be out there puffing like the smell yeah. of it is first
1: terrible. Of all, first of all, I'm not a smoker. I would not ever smoke but that one. And secondly, I don't know. I just, like I said, I ain't with it. And then the question is, the
0: normal but my, normal. my
1: question is if it's going to be legal recreationally, are we going to go let those people out of prison who got fined for selling weed? I was and- thinking about that. Yeah, because so many people in jail right now for weed. And now here y'all go trying to make it legal. And we know why you're trying to make it legal.
0: Because it, it's another profit. They want to take over the business.
1: So it's the white thing to do.
0: You, <laughs> that's what just said. They want to make a profit. That is they. <laughs> yeah. No, it wasn't her house. It was just her block. Like oh, that neighborhood. Block. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. My cracker block. You go down that block
0: you automatically, huh? Yeah.
1: You're, you smiling for no reason. <laughs>
0: You're just getting that second hand. That will fuck it
1: real quick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So apparently Louisiana lawmakers, they're saying that they need to teach slavery in school because slavery was quote unquote good. So the legislature is made up of mostly white people. Okay, cool. So, and then they got some black people. So of course, I'm pretty sure the black people are like, what y'all talking about is important. It was good. All right, I get it. I felt the same way. But let's let's bring it back home, guys. Slavery is a part of our history, right? Like we can't get rid of it. Like we like so it's a it's a double edged sword to me because like if you stop teaching slavery, you stop letting people you you stop letting the younger generations know where their parents, where their great grandparents came from, right? Where we all pretty much came from here to America. But at the same time, it's like to say that slavery was good. It was good for who?
0: Next topic. <laughs> I don't think I
1: don't think so that slavery was good. Because if you if you if you want to rewind time to put my generation into slaves slavery, America won't be built. Y'all uh, got the good ones. No. Y'all got the good ones. The ones that they had chose back then, y'all got the good ones. But as for
0: us, you said you got the yeah, good ones like who are you hit. It is a part of history. You should definitely um it's not I'm not saying it's a great part of history, or anything like that, but you need to know.
1: Yeah
0: where you came from pretty much um I never really had the opportunity to talk to my grand my grandparents or anything about it like how it was during their time oh I I never talked to them about it because I only knew my grandmother so I didn't know my father's parents like they died before I was born and then I didn't know my grandpa on my mom's side and then pretty much when I was growing up, my grandmother was already older. Like, I always remember her in a wheelchair. And then she died when she was probably like 85. So,
1: and see, with my grandma and my great grandma, I talked to both of them a lot. So, with, well, my great grandmother passed away. But with my grandma, like, I think the way, so I don't know the direct dynamic of like how they were raised. I'm pretty sure my grandmother, more my great grandmother, of course, they were not slaves yeah but like my mama I know that she worked for white people like growing up it's like I don't know what but then she I think her high school I may have the facts wrong but she listened to it so she'll correct me when I'm wrong I think either she was the last class of the high school that I went to no 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 no, no. she was she was the last class from my middle school so my middle school I went to it used to be the all black school all-black high school in the neighborhood and then my high school I went to was the all-white high school so my grandmother was the last class to graduate from the all-black school and then the year after they integrated my great-grandma I remember having conversations with her about white people all the time and it was um she wasn't uh, like from the way they describe their life they own like clubs like lounges and whatnot so they sound like they had a very privileged life so I don't know their relationship with white people, but I do know my great grandmother had a dis a distaste for white people. And of course, she grew up in South Louisiana. So I'm pretty sure it was like very racist. Like even now, my hometown is extremely segregated and extremely racist to where the teachers that we had at our high school, all their grandkids went to the private school and they were teaching us black kids like why aren't you why, why aren't your grandkids at the same school learning like we're learning? And so, like, my grand- my great-grandma is, like, she would always say, like, these different stories about these white people, and they didn't grow up... She didn't grow up in slavery, and she didn't grow up... In, she grew up, I guess, post-Jim Crow era, which was pretty much that time where people are angry and they don't know why they're angry. Like, yeah. these laws are no longer... These laws are no longer valid, but we go keep doing what we're doing because you're beneath us kind of thing. But, but like, even with, like, mayors and police chiefs and all that like they had good relationships with them so it was like it was really weird like I don't I don't know the full details I'm gonna ask my mom I'm gonna be like yo tell me about y'all and the white people because I don't really I don't really know it like I know my experience as a 1990 with my peers like the white kids I went to school with they were amazing but then like when we got to high school they weren't amazing anymore because one we grew apart and two their parents literally sent them to this school that pretty much just kind of um, institutionalized white privilege. And there's a few of them now that we're friends on Facebook and we're cool. And they're like all about blackness or whatever. But yeah, I don't know the dynamics of it. All of that to say, I feel like slavery should be taught like this is what happened. But like all of the ins and outs, I don't think it's necessary because it just makes more division.
0: Because it's just, when you think about it and reflect on it, um, and then not saying we, we, and I say we don't dislike white people and things like that. We have friends, all races, ethnic backgrounds, etc.
1: cetera. Yeah, you explain this stuff for your people. People already know that I love all people. The steel.
0: The people we may have, have no listeners.
1: People already know that one half of Perks, I can only speak for myself, one half of Perks love all people, and he has racial banters for everybody whites blacks jews and everybody else who's adjacent oh so, goodness. but i love all people but it's like i mean the truth has to be told like these are our experiences when dealing with various races within the world you know
0: yeah so um i definitely think that's like something that shouldn't be cut out they should definitely keep it in the school system um and then it's also based on your personal experience um we're Slowly getting better. Personal experience, you know, I have friends from different backgrounds and things like that. But don't let it affect how you treat others now. Because the people that you know now, they wasn't there during that time. Yeah, not responsible for that foolishness. Exactly. So yeah, it's always nice to know your history. Long story short.
1: but then at the same time, I do feel like if they try to censor it, that Black people have an issue with it, and so will white people. Yeah. It was like, it's there's, there's no right way to do it. So it's teach your kids at home what they need to know about themselves and their history.
0: Yeah. The foundation starts at home. Like, yeah. you know certain things. They're going to school system to learn different things, but... You Need to make sure they're taking it in, it's still in it in them. So, always I, don't
1: say though, I don't remember, like, I, I mean, I know I learned about it, but I don't remember what I learned about slavery in school.
0: Um, I doubt that it was something that was, you know, a day's worth of material, you know, it was just something kind of yeah, like, how oh, this happened. Yeah, I remember, like, Christopher teacher- Columbus discovered America. <laughs> <laughs> No, like I honestly like I
1: remember I remember like my black teachers like I had one teacher Miss McCaleb, I remember her hitting that like slavery like really hard. Then I went to sixth grade. My sixth grade teacher Miss Munch is like she has a classroom majority black people, so it's like we're gonna learn the fun things about like that wasn't fun about slavery. Like she wanted to like I guess it's uncomfortable to try to
0: teach like a group of people who like that's it i would think so that's not <laughs> something that's gonna be like on a sat you know act yeah. the isat test and things oh, like that. um but that was a topic i wanted to discuss but i'm actually gonna save it for our next um episode and also thank you to the ones who have tuned in uh so we asked a question on our page i'm trying to bring it up should a breakup be through text or in person and why And we got some pretty interesting answers regarding that. So we're going to definitely touch base on that on the next episode. And a lot of people were saying, yeah, a lot of people really swayed one way, which was interesting.
1: Mm.
0: So yeah, that's going to be fun.
1: They better than me. I break up silently. I just disappear. How
0: are you just going to ghost people? It's not called ghosting. What is it? It's energy what is it? Protecting my energy. You're ghosting. (laughs) (laughs) There's a difference. (laughs) Okay. We're going to look at these two definitions. Write that down for next time. Ghosting versus protecting my energy. Hello. So we are going to hit our last segment, which is your perk of the week.
1: (laughs) Yes. Perk of the week. Perk stands for perseverance, energy, reward, knowledge, and self. So Asia, what's your perk of the week? (laughs) Y'all, it took everything out of me to just remember that COVID took my mind away. I don't know. That's a good question. You go first. What's your perk of the week? My perk of the week, I would have to say is self. So this week was like a really, really testy week with like friendship per se but not with me so I finally gave a friend closure like I had this really 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 close friend and we were like aces but our friendship was like super super toxic like it was an on again off again friendship for over the past 12 years and our last situation just was one of those things where it's like one of us gotta be like yo I don't want to be your friend no more but I, I didn't say it like that. I was more so like, I don't think we should be friends. Like, I'm always here if you ever need anything. But.
0: So, you yeah. actually reached out. So, this kind of goes with the question I was asking earlier. No, no, wondering. no, no, no. So, I were you ghosted a... or you protected your peace?
1: Both. I ghosted the person in January up until yesterday. Yesterday, I gave the person their closure. Like, yo. I'm sorry that I just stopped talking. I'm sorry I start I stopped reaching out. So this is like a friend that I talk to every day. But yeah, that and then like I talked to other friends of mine who were like going through issues with their friendships. And I'm like, y'all, I am not, I am not the friendship counselor. I got friendship issues that I gotta address. I got people I need to cut off. But yeah, all of that to say, like self, like I can honestly say with me and friendship, I'm one of the best friends that I know. And most of my friends are testified to it. Like, so it's, you need to know your worth within a friendship and don't to pull yourself out of it. And no one, like you just like when what's done is done.
0: It's always good to tell somebody you need to cut it. Um, and it's funny, that's a continuous thing we tend to bring up. Like... If you count your close friends. False. Wow. You already know. False, <laughs> wow. yes. Think about it. Because between last year, I'd say 2019, 2020. No, 2020. And this year, um, friendships have come and gone. Um, but some have like, really developed. Even with people that I just know and be like, that person's cool, but I really got closer to them in a way. Um, so that definitely has been interesting, cutting people off and building new friendships, but yeah. Um, my perk of this week, I really don't have one. It's like, I just been chilling this week. And that's the perk. It's okay to chill you don't have to feel like you always have to do something um but since it is may time is ticking um so i really need to get on myself um and what i really like was with our april broadcast i'm gonna cut that out but the april shut up <laughs> <laughs> please
1: don't we just talked about <laughs>
0: you think you're doing good but you could do better like you could always make that extra step it could be spiritually personally um with your love life with friendship things like that you could always do better or you feel like you're the one that's playing in the effort to build that relationship spiritually physically um, also, with your friends. So, this was more just like a self reflection week, especially since this year is going past so fast. Um, oh.
1: Huh? I say super fast.
0: Yeah. So, how can I be a better friend? Uh, what do I need to do to build myself up more spiritually? Um, also, just reaching out to family. So, I think that was my reperk, just really just doing a self reflection. And I do these pretty much every two weeks or things like that. Cause one week I could be really energetic, really on it. And then the next week I'd be really lax and just don't feel like doing nothing, but really just get myself on a time schedule and sticking to it. I do
1: my, I do my reflections every Friday. And then I write it down in my journal, like my pros and then my cons. And then I make a video on my Snapchat and I asked my, because my close, my five close friends, all well, my close friends listen to my Snapchat. I asked them like, how do they feel about it? Like, what I need to work on. So here's the thing. Shout out to my best best friend. You know who you are. I asked my best best friend a couple weeks ago. I'm like, how can I be a better friend? Do you know what they told me? What? You already the best. I'm like, ah. You are. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, do not stroke my ego because just like that, I will be gone. But yeah, I definitely agree with your perk. That's definitely like necessary. Self-reflection. Like you need to reflect on what impact are you making on the world?
0: Oh my goodness. So yeah, so tell what impact are you making on yourself uh, for self-reflection? Let us know. Because we like the uh, ability of uplift each other, even though, you know, we crack on other people and be a hot mess. But that's what we do.
1: What did they call that when we're in school? Was it like a a carbon footprint or something like that?
0: Like what's your carbon footprint on the world? Mm -hmm. That's exactly what it is.
1: I was going to say thanks everybody for listening to our banter. Thanks to our families for supporting us in all of our endeavors. Thanks to all the crazy people who listen to us and just say, I'm really not that crazy after all. And thank you all again for helping us get to where we are with our downloads, our listens. And this was another episode of Perks.
0: Yes. Yeah, have a beautiful day. Bye. It's a perk. It works. It's a perk. It works. It's a perk. <laughs>